More great music in a moment. Business Unusual, separating economic facts from fiction. Good evening and welcome to Business Unusual. I am Monalisa Dube. We're broadcasting live in Newlands in Harare. Now, this evening, we are going to be looking at uh, the, d- the local currency. Now, it has been deteriorating the muscle in recent days with the exchange rate on the parallel market hovering around 400 to 1 US dollar, while the official rate on the auction system is now trading at around 165 Zimbabwean dollars for every US dollar. Now, different people, different institutions have different analysis on why this is. The Reserve Bank has painted on the negative perception in the market. Um, the government has painted on the activities on the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange and experts argue that it is due to the lack of confidence in the local currency. But what, how, what we cannot, however, argue about is the impact this has had on the prices of goods and services in Zimbabwe. Now, um, this evening, we are going to particularly focusing on the impact it has had on the manufacturing industry especially with the drive that the government has of promoting a local content earlier today i had a conversation uh with the buy zimbabwe chief executive officer Munyaradzi Wengwere, as he explained further why this is to some extent derailing uh the goal of promoting local production as well as the consumption of these local products have a listen Thank you so much, Mr. Wengere, for making time to chat with us this evening. And we have noted that the local currency has been depreciating against the U.S. dollar. And for the past few weeks, it actually has been sending shockwaves across the market. And you are an advocate of local production. And as by Zimbabwe, how have you noted this to have affected what your targets are? You know what? Yes, it has been very volatile, you know, and and, and, and strange for 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 me personally and also someone who is in business and and also by zimbabwe because generally this time around we never used to have currency crashes because of tobacco so because these are the period when we used to have a huge inflow of the foreign currency into the market generally you people used to know that around august september october that's when the the, the local unit actually crashes so this is this is really strange but yes whenever you have unpredictability of currency it makes it means planning becomes very difficult it means building relationships become very difficult it means even managing your workforce becomes very difficult and so so no you would expect that even production issues take a backseat and the local product which was now gaining traction against an imported product starts falling because then then you have a greater preference for the US dollar. When you get a get a preference for the US dollar, it means people start importing. Right. Yeah. And which is what you have been trying to avoid yeah. as by Zimbabwe. So walk us through maybe specifics of some of the issues that you've actually been encountering uh, in the past couple of weeks. One of the issues that we have had and we're trying to detect, to do a study as by Zimbabwe is to say because it doesn't look like in Zimbabwe there is any relationship between the amount of US dollars in circulation and the stability of the local currency. And again, yes, we're excited that if you go to the supermarket shelves, at least 70% of goods and services are products that are made in Zimbabwe. However, what is not yet clear is for every product that is called made in Zimbabwe, 
there's a huge foreign currency requirement for the, for that for that for that product so the, Why? Because the, um, the raw materials are being imported. The raw materials are being imported. So the quantum of the local content itself within local products is still either from a US dollar point of view or generally in terms of the, the number of inputs are still primarily foreign. Right. So it looks like it's more window dressing, you know. You say, okay, I finished the product in Zimbabwe and therefore I'm Zimbabwean. But maybe the, the, the core component of that product is still external. Just look at, at mining as well, which is the largest uh, um, uh, contributor to foreign currency in Zimbabwe. For some years, they had reduced the amount of imported content into the mining industry. But now it's gone back. If last year, mining industry made about $4 billion that broke, came to Zimbabwe, but over 70%, of products into Zimbabwe's mining industry are actually imported. So it's basically that you make you get this money from with one hand and then it goes out with the other hand. So there has been a general assertion um, that the reason why people would favor to actually buy imported products is because they appear to be cheaper. Is this the correct assertion? Not knowing about what has happened over the last two weeks. But when we did as by Zimbabwe a study last year in December, that was not the case. In fact, the, especially if you look at the high-end product, imported products are generally more expensive. Where? <laughs> before I need to qualify this, before this uh, currency madness, where more expensive than also. How so? Also, um, I, I, I suppose because a lot of the product, a lot of the raw materials. Suddenly, the human raw material was paid in RTGs. Was paid in RTGs. A lot of the, the labor here is actually still paid in RTGs. And therefore, uh, the throughput to the local product would mean that the local product was cheaper. Just go into an average supermarket and then look at the imported product. Look at the imported product. Look at the domestic product and compare the prices. You actually see that the myth that um, the local product is is more expensive is not generally correct there are areas of course where the imported product is cheaper but that's not a generalizable proposition so where are we now um i know you keep making the disclaimer that um right now because of what has happened if you look at the power markets right now uh, the u.s dollar i think is trading between 400 and 415 uh and i know that the reserve bank recently it was 450. wow and um the the auction system the results that were released by the rbz it's talking about i think 165.99 thereabouts so, so it's also this, gone up as well it's gone up yeah. but there's a, still this huge disparity between the power market and um, the what is on the official system. So where are we now in terms of looking at uh, promoting local products and maintaining that sustainability? Because at the end of the day, someone gets into a supermarket and says, okay, this is cheaper. Let me go for the cheaper product. Okay. You, 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 know, you know, in general terms, yes, we don't like inflation, but in, in general economic terms, when a product devalues, when a currency devalues, one would expect those goods to be cheaper, isn't it? Because it means what you used to pay for, for instance, rand, for instance, you know, everyone who is, who is familiar with South Africa, whenever the U.S. dollar appreciates against rand, you can buy, buy more with the U.S. dollar in South Africa because goods are cheaper. 
in Zimbabwe we have an inverted system somehow. So, under normal circumstances, the Zimbabwean product could become even more preferred because the currency is devaluing. Right. And 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 and, and so we have no choice, sadly, despite whatever is happening to the currency, to but to continue buying Zimbabwe to continue preferring our local products and services because it's almost like saying simply because i have a currency madness and therefore i'll take the little that i have to take to south african shops or chinese shops it means two years down the line you will be poor so but I, do you think our yeah. populace is there mr wenger i know ideally this is where we'd want to be but yeah. do you think our populace is there where they're like the little money that i have i'm investing it into a local product you, you are absolutely right the the consumer does not think long term i mean you think about today here now you think here now you look at the product you say which is cheap and all that what a, but the manufacturer must not think like like the consumer the manufacturer must understand that the risk of then trying to compete with an imported product and therefore saying simply because the product is devaluing uh, is devaluing it means i must then quadruple the price of the product why not take advantage of this situation and gain a competitive edge over the imported product in any case i i mean i i'm no profit but i know that in terms of salaries no one is adjusting salaries every week to meet the the the, 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 the yeah, yeah yeah so so I, I think it's also a conversation that we need to have in this so country so you haven't had with it yet the, with the manufacturers with the, with the, with the producers yes mm. yes to say yes we're in a problem which is a fact but let's take advantage of it and gain advantage over the imported product because the sentiment that i would rather have the us dollar our other import is actually gaining traction now mm -hmm. yeah. so how do you um propose maybe the industry moves forward because you spoke about how it has been difficult to plan because of the instability of the local currency um how do you propose you move forward because at this rate there seems to be you like you said next week you don't know what what is going on and i know the reserve bank actually said that the reason why people are skeptical about the local currencies because they have hyperinflation error in their minds so they'll rather use the they'll rather use the u.s dollar as a store value so it's a national problem yeah. so but we're talking about local products how do you propose uh we move forward maybe first to speak on this a bit you know, you know what to be to to err on the side of the consumer yes it's a natural problem we have this instinct of what happened during the hyperinflation era but we must also the reserve bank in my view uh, the one weakness that we have had here is that we have not come up with robust um confidence building measures for local currency you remember when there was the era of the bond note and all that right the reserve bank at least at that point tried to and to communicate to the consumer because they understood the consumer had the fears of the local currency and they went out road shows engaged broadcasters a print and all that to basically saying this bond note is good you can trade with it and it seemed to work at least for some time when sadly when the zimbabwe dollar was reintroduced we haven't seen any robust uh publicity campaigns or confidence building campaigns around the local countries we're always reacting when there is a problem and 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 yet we are saying again from a policy point of view we need to stick to the to the zimbabwe dollar but again i have not had any systematic 
programs where reserve bank is actually going into the market to speak and say this dollar is good for you it's good because you need do you to think that will make the all. situation better I, th I think so i think i think consumers must be respected because they're also rational they need they have their own fears and those fears must be understood especially in this in the zimbabwean case to be real fears you know so you need to engage the consumer and say you know what if you allow a situation where the unit that pays you every week is collapsing it means you yourself you are unable so stop panicking how do you manage panic if you don't communicate with the consumer so one side is that we really need the reserve bank in my view mm -hmm. reserve bank needs to do a better job in terms of communicating with the consumer and rather than just framing the consumer as 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 as, as people are panic buying there is a history to my panic buying a lot of people lost money before so Absolutely. why don't we yeah yeah if if we know as seems to be the case now that that we want to defend the the zimbabwean dollar and we're saying a lot of it is psychological psychology what is psychology psychology is the mind isn't it right so why not engaging with in the mind and communicating and go all out to seek to speak to the real fears that consumers have and, and deal with the issues on the ground. So that is for me. And then the second issue is the issue of local local content, which we were discussing with me some tooling away. If we want Zimbabweans to substitute the, the foreign content in their products with the local produced content, give incentives. And let's move away from just talking about it mm -hmm. to say, oh, we'll give you a tax break if you have your product, which is 70% local content, 80% local content we've been talking about it for four years let's do it let's do it let's start rewarding those zimbabweans that are investing in growing the local value and what has been the response from the ministry what has been the they feedback? have agreed in principle they say it is a brilliant idea the means i'm telling you is very eloquent in defending the thought but you know thought we don't eat thought do we each action so um i think there's a question that i asked you in terms of uh what can be done to ensure that manufacturers are sustainable another issue that you highlighted earlier on in the conversation is that in as much as it's a uh, local product it's not like a hundred percent local yeah. product it's the components can be debated so how can we get to a situation where it's 100% or at least 95%. That's why I'm saying the, the easiest thing is give rebate, reward, reward companies that are investing in more local content. Because one of the things in Zimbabwe is that we say the, the Zimbabwean economy is a, is, a, is a high cost economy. So try to reduce the costs of production for the companies that have higher local content. That is high local content. If jobs, but how do you assess that, Mr. Wangwele? Exactly. But indexing, we we have by Zimbabwe. We are working with the Minister of Industry right now mm -hmm. to actually index, and we've put up a five-star rating product for, for for the local product, and 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 we've said, and we're working with the certification body to just guarantee that when we when I say Mazowe, for instance, is eighty percent local. It is really authenticated to be 80% local across value chain, across financial, uh, the, 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 the foreign currency, local currency, and all that. That, that we've put in place. But the policy measure to make sure that there is a reward, whether in terms of the tax break or in terms of other forms of mega loans or whatever it is that the business, or including preference, by the way, on the auction system. 
including if you have a product that is 80% local content, you will have preference at the auction. And then when the money, when you get the money, the money will come in the next day, one week, not in the next three months. So that's also problematic. Yeah, yeah, that is also problematic. All right. So as we as we wrap up this conversation, Mr. Wengwere, um, what has took us through your targets as by Zimbabwe, uh, the work that you've been doing, and what you're hoping to achieve, also considering the current situation that the local currency is in. I want. I want to hope. or hope was at least, and we we were hoping that beyond the main supermarket chains, that you have in the above 70% local products on their shelves. This, the, the, the shops within the informal sector, the kioski, would at least get to a, li- a minimum of, 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 um, of 50% within the next two years. And, and then would catch up perhaps in the next other five years, would catch up with the other counterparts in the larger. That's, that's, that was our hope. Number two, mining. Mining, because the biggest driver of foreign currency in Zimbabwe is the mining sector. Right. And there's a target of 12 billion, which is also the biggest consumer mm-hmm. of imported products. Mm-hmm. They, we need to make sure that certainly they move from current levels below 30% to minimum 50%. Mr. Wangwe, I appreciate your time uh, sharing with us your insights and we wish you all the best. I mean, you're right. For a country to grow, there is need for people to actually have pride in their local products. But you would agree that the current situation doesn't make it easy for the average Zimbabwean to take that stance. No, that's true. But you, you, know, you know one of the funny things that I've seen lately? I mean, I've been looking at the rubble. I mean, these guys are in war. Mm-hmm. The, it has been strengthening. It is historic highs. So, Conflict, chaos in the market does not necessarily mean you should lose, in my view, the value of a local currency. But so confidence. there's something, something, it's, yes, confidence, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we really need to work on confidence building measures. It means we don't have confidence about ourselves, about our own products and all that. That's why I was challenging the Reserve Bank to say Reserve Bank must do much more to build the confidence of the local consumer in terms of the local currency because without the confidence we will talk until cows come home see mr wangreen i appreciate your time with us this evening that was the conversation I heard I had earlier today with uh, by Zimbabwe Chief Executive Officer Munyaradzi Wengwere as we were focusing on the impact of the depreciation of the local currency on the manufacturing sector and on the local production as well as the consumption of local products. We take a quick break now and thereafter we will be looking at taking a focus on mining matters where we'll be looking at the participation of women as well as people that are living with this abilities in this sector stay with us business unusual separating economic facts from fiction